Hello in no time talk. In this episode, we are talking to the amazing creative Terrence. He goes by T-Real on Instagram. He is an amazing filmmaker and artist, just an all-around great content creator. I am truly, as always, inspired by this conversation, and I hope something is said and shared that inspires you on your creative journey. Enjoy. through um various mediums you know as i've seen from film to uh photography um and you're also a music artist as well yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) how how do you balance all of all of that all of that creative the creative jewels that you have how do you balance that well I feel like everything that I do specifically with film, photography, and music, they all coexist, especially with the time that we're in now. Mm-hmm. It, all, it all plays a part. If you, if you make music, let's say if you just focus on music, you're just a music artist. At some point, you need photography work. At some, time, at some point, you need some film work. You need to shoot videos, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're a photographer, especially today, uh, that, well, I think photography just naturally coexists with film. It, like, say, if you have a, a project for a video coming out or a film coming out, you need a cover. You need photos. You need uh, behind-the-scenes photos. You want to be able to advertise and market your project. So photography plays a good part in that. So I feel like all the things that I do, they, co- they, they mesh pretty well because at some point you have to apply all of them, especially mm-hmm. when you, when you, when you want to release a project. Music, film, and photography all plays it, right. all, it all plays a part. So I feel like, um, uh, yeah, yeah all those, those three things go together pretty well. And uh, I think with art in, in general, mm-hmm. I think you can have multiple, uh, multiple skill sets and find a way to blend them all together because art is pretty much whatever you create. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, finding, I think finding that balance ultimately, de- ultimately depends on uh, who you are and what you, li- and what you like to do. That's 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 true to your character. Mm, I I like that finding yeah. that that balance so it all works and flows together. Yeah, as long as you're being true to yourself, as long as it's something that you're truly passionate about, it'll naturally find its way. Right. I, yeah, I think it with with art, you have to just know how to go. You have to go with your your instincts. Right. I agree. Totally agree. So with film. Um, when would you say that you you had your like aha moment as far as like this is this is you know um something that I'm interested in or I have a I have a a love for this to tell stories I want to say I discovered this when I was in high school Mm -hmm. okay so I went to school for global media arts I went to a high school where it said it said it represented something but you actually go to the school and it's just a regular school. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until my junior (laughs) year before I actually held the camera for the first time and actually saw what I could do with it creatively. Mm -hmm. And that was around the time, this is in 2008, the 2007 or 2008. And this is when my my high school just got the new Mac computers. Mm -hmm. That was when it was a big deal. Like, oh, we got Mac computers now. We can work on iMovie. We can do video projects. And uh, so I think that's when my my film creativity really started to uh, really, really started to show. But I, when I think about it a little, uh, a little longer, I feel like I've always knew I wanted to film. Even when I was a kid, 
Mm-hmm. I think I was, because I was that kid that was always obsessed with watching movies and TV all the time. Mm-hmm. Like most kids, but I, I think for me, I always imagined myself either in the movies or I would always uh, think to myself what I would have done if I was shooting this movie. Right. And I think that was the seed of me knowing that this is something that I wanted to do. I just never really expanded on it. Mm-hmm. Or explored on, or explored it until I got until I went to high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think um, when you're when you're a kid and you when you start going to school, and if you're like if, like me, I, I switched schools a lot growing up. So when you do a lot of moving around, you do a lot of adapting and readjusting. At some point, a few things about yourself gets lost in the mist. Mm. So and then, you know to in, it's just a mixture of so many things because you're 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 told depending on how you're being raised, you're being guided a certain direction, which sometimes could contradict uh, how you imagine your future to be as a kid, you know? Mm -hmm. So let's say if you start playing sports and you're kind of good at it, so your family is assuming that this is something you're going to do for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And you're going to go to school for this thing. And so that way you could get a good job or something like that. And you, because you want to impress your parents growing up, or your mm-hmm. family, uh, you you stick to that. You like you stick to the things that you feel like is gonna make everybody else happy, and then you forget about the things that makes you happy. Mm. And I didn't I didn't I didn't really shed light on the things that I really enjoy until I got until I was approaching my uh, last years in high school, and that's mm. when I was like, okay, I think I'm gonna go to hey, I'm gonna go to school for film. I want to learn how to film because I really like yeah. this. I don't know why I like it, but I just know I really get excited every time I hold a camera. So. This, just, awesome. this is something I should probably explore a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, visually, uh, I feel like the content that you create now um, with just social media uh, <laughs> in general, like the the way that you capture certain things and like just the the eye that you have, yeah. I think is, is amazing. So thank you. It's yeah, it's very developed. How has that that journey been for you? Uh, it's it's been fun. It's been mm-hmm. exciting, especially seeing the reaction, everyone's reactions to it. I think that's the part that makes it even more exciting and even more encouraging because um, sometimes when it's just you and your art, when you create something, when you imagine something in your head, it's just you, you know? Mm-hmm. And you don't really know if it's good or not. You mm-hmm. don't know if it's just like a crazy thought you just had or you, it's just hard to tell until you see somebody react to it. So a lot of the work that I do it sort of relies on, it relies on feedback to know if the message is actually getting across. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, for, I think it, it, was, it, was all a, it was all a building process. Like the way I like to capture things visually is, is, is uh, it's my way of showing every, it's my way of trying to show people how I see things. Mm-hmm. So it, that, that, goes, that, that goes from just uh, the angles or the way I cut things together or it's just it's just to give you an insight of, of my brain and what it's like hanging out with me and how I look at things on a regular basis when you go into a project is is your first like intentions just to to have fun and ex- and explore you know like your creative oh, options yeah yeah oh my oh man it's crazy because my phone is filled with a lot of video <laughs> sometimes uh-huh. I'm just I, I think I've I've uh, before it was hard to do because I don't really, um, 
I like to live in the moment. So it, in the beginning, it was hard for me to know when to pull out my phone and capture things. It mm. was really hard to know when to do that because I'm one of those guys who just prefer to just live and experience things. Mm-hmm. But, because, uh, but because I like to film and I do like to show people how I see things, I had to uh, practice just being able to recognize when this is a good moment to capture. And maybe, not, maybe it's not something that I'll use now, but maybe it'd be useful later. Mm-hmm. So whenever a moment happens where I feel like, oh, something looks like if I'm looking at the sky or if I'm looking at a tree or something and I like the way it looks, I'll take advantage of that opportunity to just capture it. Mm-hmm. And then because I like to be entertaining and I don't like to waste people's time, especially if you're going to take time to look at my stories, I like to give you something worth looking at. So depending on the, the nature of the video, I would either film my reaction to certain things happening or I'll try to give a or try to give a positive message mm-hmm. or um, it's really all about the feeling. I think because um, not everything that I capture works. Sometimes I'll put a video together. I'm like, nah, this is this is whack. This is corny. I'm not going to I'm not going to post this. And then but but then it'll help me come up with something uh, better later. But I think initially it's all about how it makes me feel at first when I see it. If I feel mm-hmm. something from it, then I feel like, oh, somebody's going to feel this too. Mm-hmm. Somebody like it, like I just like a, yeah, just a small example. If, if I see the sunset in the backyard and I'm and I like the way the sky looks, I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. And then I'll capture it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. somebody's gonna, mm-hmm. somebody out there is gonna like it too. And then to add a little more feeling to it, I might add a song that matches the tone of the the video, or that that matches the visual itself. And that's where the the music side of me comes in too, because I think. Music plays a good part, plays like a big part in, in movies and in, right. in the film. It's, it, it, it creates, it sort of helps you, it helps set the tone without necessarily forcing you to, um, forcing you to feel certain emotions. Right. Because yeah. that's important, right? To be able to, to um, know what the vibe is and match the, the music to the story that you're telling. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how much I hate <laughs> <laughs> I have extreme hate for videos that has music um, that doesn't match the visual. There's okay. a lot of that going on. It's, it's been like that though. It's always been like that. There's always somebody out there that puts out a project that has a different taste in music mm-hmm. and, um, and there's nothing and there's, ne- there's nothing there's never anything necessarily wrong with the song. It's just that it doesn't match with what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that could really that can really kill the impact or the potential of what the video project could do as a whole. Yeah. Could, I'm trying to think of some examples. I think, okay, okay. I don't know if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, but you know what Mortal Kombat is, right? You know, yeah, you know, I know Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I'm familiar yeah. with Mortal okay, Kombat. Okay, okay, okay. So, so um, the, 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 mo- the first trailer for the recent game, I think, came out last year, the first teaser trailer. It was mm-hmm. really intense. It had two, two of your favorite players going against each other. They go on, they go on hand. And it's sort of, uh, it's, it's like uh, intense music at first. And then before they start fighting again, you feel this music building up, building up, building up. And right before somebody lands the first hit, you out of nowhere hear 21 Savage. And I'm like, I don't have a problem <laughs> with 21 Savage. That's not what, I'm not one of those guys who's like, oh, the new music today is just so trash. And mm-hmm. no, 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 like music is music. But... 21 Savage does not belong in the world of Mortal Kombat. This doesn't mm-hmm. match. So I feel like, so that's just an example that I want to use for how important it is 
to to match your music properly with the visuals or it could t- or or you're ri- or you're taking a big risk in taking your viewers out of that world that you're trying to pull them into mm-hmm. you know it, i think that's a I think that's the responsibility for all filmmakers. You have to be able to pull people into this fictional world that you're creating. Because it's all fake. It's Mm -hmm. not real. Like, none of it is real. But if you can make people feel things from what what you're exposing them to, Mm -hmm. then at least half of your job is done. You know? Mm -hmm. Now, if you can make them believe what they're watching, then you are really doing your job. Because you are you are um, manipulating reality and you're actually convincing or persuading someone that this is possible, which is a good thing. That's, that's art. Mm-hmm. You're, um, you're shifting someone's beliefs. You're giving someone a different view on things. You're giving them an insight of how your brain, work, uh, how your brain works. It's very important to know how to match things. It, it's, it, it all plays an important role. The song could either make or break the project. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, so... That, that, those are the thoughts that I put into those things whenever I'm capturing videos on my phone or when I'm actually filming. So question, what comes uh, first when it comes to when you're creating a, a project and so you have the, the film, what comes first? Is it the, the music or the film? I think it depends on the project. If you're if you're making a music video, then obviously the song comes first. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to listen to it right a thousand times and and really figure out what you're feeling from that song first before you can actually start writing down what you ideally what you see for this project. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to filming, I think the music comes secondary. Um, when when you when you want to film a narrative like uh, or scenes that. That, that has to do with following a character on a journey. Mm-hmm. I think it's really just the story first and then finding the song that matches that tone. Because I think if you want to film, if you want to do it, it's not, it's not impossible to do it in reverse, in my opinion. It's just that it makes it a little, it's a little harder because then you're entering into music video territory. So mm-hmm. I think it all depends on, it, I, think it, I think it just depends on the message that you're trying to get across. And, Right. And, what, and what you want people to feel. You have to have an idea. If you have an idea of what you want people to feel from your project, then it just, uh, it, it, just, it, just helps you, it just helps you organize things a little better. For the editor, it helps to have everything right there. Right. To have everything you need so that way you can experiment. Because the thing about editing, oh, okay, yes, this is, this is one of my favorite things I like to tell everybody before going into a project. Mm-hmm. This is one of the things that I learned in school. It's the, your project, is, there's always three different versions to your project. Mm-hmm. There's always the written version, like the idea that you spill out. There's the filming pro- there's the filming version of it. And then there's the editing version. It's always gonna turn out different. Because when you're writing your when you're writing your ideas, it's ideally you don't want it to just be you don't want to just go with the first draft. So there's always gonna be like multiple drafts or things that you're gonna swap out, right? Right. And even with that, you feel even when you even when you write down your project and you feel like all the ideas are locked down. It's different when you actually film it because when you're writing, right. all these ideas is coming from your brain and your brain is picturing the perfect world. Mm-hmm. But when you film, reality comes in and now you got to pay attention to sunlight. Or you got to pay attention to your schedule and you have to pay attention to traffic you know, or feeding people. You know, just all these, yeah. all these realistic, thi- all these realistic yeah. factors come into play. So along the way you might real you might discover that you can't shoot certain things that you had written down because 
of time constraints, right? So, so there's that second version of your project that you're starting to see come out differently than planned. Then it's the edited version where it's now you're trying to now you're trying to uh, set the you're trying to set the tone, and um, and, and you're and now you're pot, you're you're putting all these pieces together to create one big puzzle, and then you start realizing along the way that maybe perhaps your favorite shot can't be used for this scene. Maybe mm-hmm. something that you wanted to use for the beginning works better in the middle or better at the end. Yes. Or maybe the story that you're trying to tell starts better backwards and going from beginning to end. You know, it's mm-hmm. just editing is uh, it's you just don't know what's going to happen. You can have an idea. The having having guidelines, having everything written out. That's the first part. But when you start editing, things can change up a lot. There right. are things that you might know, there are things that you might have wanted in fast pace that might come out better in slow motion. Just little things like that. Or, or when it comes to music, you might want a song in a certain scene, but certain scenes might not actually need it. So I think when it, so, so just uh, for, the edit, for the editing side, I think when it comes down to editing, um, you wanna have, you want your, you wanna have everything you need before you start editing. Or when you hire your editor, you wanna give your editor everything that they need beforehand so that way they can that way they have the room to experiment and to uh polish your project to to the best way as possible and not take up too much of your time Mm -hmm. i think that's that's um that was really great advice by the way thank you Um, (laughs) um, i think that's one of the the things that um intrigues me uh about storytelling is the different forms that that takes place like it it the transformation I should say that takes place from from when you have the idea of the story to when you write it down until when you actually get into the the action mode of of putting it together like yeah you know it transforms and it it doesn't necessarily come out um exactly maybe not like exactly like how you pictured you know but Mm -hmm. so that that's one of the the things that intrigues me about storytelling in general yeah it's hard well you see you've seen this we've all seen this happen plenty of times we we've seen uh directors take a book and then shoot their version of that story and it just comes out different yeah and a lot of people feel like a lot of people uh feel sometimes that they're just uh, neglecting or abandoning what makes the book as good as it is. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people forget that when you're writing a book, you can, you have the luxury of writing chapters Mm -hmm. and fitting and fitting all of those chapters in one book. Mm -hmm. But when you're filming a movie, you have to also consider everyone's time. You just have to, because not everyone has time to sit through this entire journey that you're trying to take them on, that the, that right. the book took them on. It's just, because it's going to take longer, unless you're doing a, a show, unless you're shooting a show. Right. But even right. with that, there's time constraints. Like mm-hmm. every, epi- every episode is forcing you to, um, is, is setting somewhat of a, of a limitation. Mm-hmm. So you have to make adjustments. You have to change things. There are certain things in that original book that's probably just not going to fit in this video project because, like I said, there's actors, there's filming, there's time, there's schedules, there's, there's all of these things that come into play that you have to adapt to that leads to you making certain sacrifices. And sometimes the story ends up, ends up uh, suffering from that. 
Mm-hmm. And it could it could turn out really well or it could or 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 it could turn out really bad. It really depends on who's behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I agree. I yeah. agree. What inspired you to um get into I don't know a proper name to call it, but when you take an image and then you transform that image into like this moving image. So you take a still oh, image and you yeah. transform that image into a moving image and it's just like so mystical and like magical and <laughs> yeah um, well I just like telling visual stories yeah and I think that it it doesn't have to all apply to filming is mm-hmm. um I think for me I just naturally like bringing visuals to life I just right. see things in my head all the time <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing I just see things in my head and um that's where Instagram and that's where Instagram uh, um, inspires me a lot because I go through sometimes I'm going through my timeline or I'll go through the exploring page and I'll just see certain photos and I'll think to myself like, oh, this looks really nice. What if the sun, what if there's what if there's a little more light on this person's face, or what if the water was actually moving, mm-hmm. or what if we actually saw leaves going across the trees? The app that I use for those effects is called Warble. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Um, they have all these special effects that you can use. They have like some Star Wars effects. Oh, you can, yeah, it's really you cool. Must, you must have the exclusive version. Do you pay? For you think that? so? I, yeah, yeah. I do. Okay. Look, yeah, yeah. You have to pay for the effects. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, because I found that app and I like used it, but you know, like I was like, oh, extra two ninety nine for this. I'm gonna leave that there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, I, I agree. You do have to really want to do it to to be willing to pay for these effects. Because after a while, it's like two or three dollars is not that bad. But then when you find yourself in like twenty dollar territory, you're like, oh, hold say, up, Ooh. clicking on all the features. Right, right. Uh, I need to stop typing in my password too many times. And going into my bank account. I'm always asking myself questions. Mm. So when I look at things, I'm always asking myself like, what do what do I see? How would I, the same way I used to when I would watch movies. I'd watch movies and think to myself, like, how would I have directed this scene? Or how would I have shot this scene if I was in charge? Or what don't I like about these things? And if I was in a position to change it, what would I do? I do the same thing with photos. I look at photos and I, um, but most of the time for me, when it comes to photos, I don't dislike them. I'm just, they're, they're all just inspiring me to add something to it. Right. So I would look at the photo, I'll analyze it and ask myself, like, okay, if there's, uh, and, and it's also about under knowing, um, uh, knowing what supplies you had, have at your exposure and how you can actually use it. Because mm-hmm. so with the app, I, because I use the app so much, I'm aware of the effects that I could use and how they could actually be useful to me. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are, there's a lot of times where I can't necessarily do what I want to do to certain photos because the app doesn't have the effects or the technology just yet right or, or the upgrade or the upgrade just yet to do what i want to do mm-hmm. so uh so uh, so it, a lot of times it's, it's give is given it's give and take or i'm just adapting as much as i can mm-hmm. but i would just constantly ask myself how how do i see this coming out and in a lot of times i would think it's going to come out one way and then it'll turn out to be something completely different yeah especially when i add music to it yeah and when I add music to it, it turns into a whole different because I like to cut to music too. Like mm-hmm. if depending on the song and when certain certain instruments 
come into play or cut or, or are taken away or taken away. I like to have the visual match that just so that way you can feel something. Right. Right. Cause we're in a place now where we could just, we look at things and we keep it moving. We're so, mm-hmm. we're, we're so in and out of everything visually. We're just, okay, cool. And we swipe past it. Cool. Swipe past, cool. Swipe past it. And we just keep going. So I think what I, I like to challenge myself into making people stick around just for a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. And I think the things that work is the visual and the music, you know? So if you're, if you like the song, then you will listen for a couple of seconds. And mm-hmm. if you like the visual, then you'll watch for a couple more seconds as well. So I'm also just trying to figure out how to pull people. It's all about how to pull people in to a, to a fictional world. Right. And I think that that's my best way of breaking it down. It's, it's all about how to pull people in. If you could pull people in a little bit, then half of the job is done. Mm-hmm. If you can make somebody feel something, then you're, then you're getting there. You're, right. you're getting this person invested in your visuals. Mm-hmm. And, then, and, then that, and then that's what leads to followers and that leads to relationships. That leads mm-hmm. to conversations. It leads to this conversation that we're having right now. Right. Like, you know, how did you do that? What inspired that? What, how did, how, or how could I try that? You know, it's, it, it just leads to, it just leads, it leads to uh, stronger relationships. Mm-hmm. So- that's how I feel. So would you say that the 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 feeling, um, uh, the feeling attracts the the audience, like the the vibe that you that you put out. Yeah, that's what attracts the the audience. At least some. Yeah, I, you know, like I never really know because because most of the time I'm posting this stuff on my stories, mm-hmm. and I have an idea of how many people are watching my stories because you know you see the views, right. you see the viewers. But I don't know who's actually watching. Right. I, I don't know. This will always be a mystery to me. I will never really know until someone says something. Like, I would never know that you like the stuff that I post until you told me. Mm-hmm. You know, I never, I, I have no clue. Even, even, even people that, that have told me before that they liked something that I posted up last week or a month ago. I don't know if they're consistently watching what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. They, for all I know you guys could just be skipping through and just be like, oh, this is just another video that he's doing. Okay, cool, mm-hmm. skip. You know, I, I have no idea, mm-hmm. but, but I feel like, uh, I feel like if, I, if I thought about that too much, then I would just end up psyching my, I, end up, I would right. end up tricking myself out of just not doing it. So I just take the risk I, and uh, I'm, I take a step into the unknown and to just see uh, what it does. Mm-hmm. And that and that's why it's important to like your work first. If mm-hmm. you like it, then that's all that really matters. You have to like you have to love yourself. You have to love yourself and what you create. Because if you love it, if you know you love it and you're sure that you love it, then it wouldn't be as nerve wracking to share it. Because all of the uh, great artists in the world, that all the great artists that we idolize and look up to, they don't know. At least when they first start they don't know how we're going to respond to things because people um, are unpredictable. Mm -hmm. You don't know what people, you don't really know what people are going to like. You can't say what people are going to like. You can have an idea Mm -hmm. and sometimes you could be right, Mm -hmm. but you never know. There could be that day where you could, somebody could look at your project and be like, that wasn't it. Mm -hmm. You know, like Will Smith is my favorite, is my, is one of my favorite (laughs) actors, but I do not like all of his movies, you know? But that's not to say I don't think he's a great actor. That's just mm-hmm. saying like, oh, this this particular project 
is not for me. It doesn't matter who you put in it. It's just, yeah. I'm not feeling the nature of this project because it's just not speaking to me. So that's why I'm saying um, it's important to like your work first because if, uh, or, to, or to trust your, or to trust yourself or to trust right. um, your own process because it, because you never know until you try. You never know right. until you release it. You never know how people are going to respond to it. So that's why it's important to um, to to love your own work first, mm-hmm. because then you realize the true answer is that it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter Come as on. long as you, know, you created something which is going to lead to you getting better in some way. Mm. I love yeah. that. That is so, yeah. so, so true. I resonate with yeah. that so much. Yeah. Um. You know what I thought you were going to say when you was like, Will Smith is one of my favorite actors, but Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see Aladdin yet, so I can't speak on it just yet. <laughs> but I'm not hearing. I'm not hearing great things. I just knew you. That's why I started laughing because I knew you. But Aladdin. <laughs> but I. I don't blame Will Smith for it though. I don't. That. That's the thing. I don't blame Will Smith for it. I, I respect right. that he. I respect that he did it. He right. did it. You can absolutely. tell he had fun with it. But, absolutely, absolutely. But this. But the, when it comes to the when it comes to the whole Aladdin thing, I think that leads into a a deeper conversation about uh, taking taking animated films and turning them into live action. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I think the nature of that right now is becoming um, more and more. Uh, well, I think I think a lot of people are beginning to realize that that is just not the way that's not yeah. the wave that's not the thing to do we don't there's a reason why we like we like those animated films versus live action mm-hmm. um i am hoping that the that the um that the people are in charge are beginning to see that now this is why it's not about the visual exactly. it's not about the visual Woo. it's just about it's about the, the feel. feeling it's about yep. the passion that goes into it like if you can have nice visuals mm-hmm. but everything else everything else has to be in sync Right. You know, I think, um, well, I didn't see uh, Aladdin, so I can't really speak on, I can't use that as an example just yet. Mm-hmm. But with Lion King, I didn't see Lion King either. But what I'm hearing about the Lion King live action yeah. is that it's the exact same thing that we already saw just but in live emotion. action. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is like, which with the, produ- I don't, I think that's what the producers miss. It's like, we don't, it's not about seeing things. It's not about, it's not about seeing something that we really love in a more realistic field. Mm-hmm. We just want to see something original and heartfelt. We want right. to feel things. We want to feel it, right? <laughs> like I don't care if it's animated, and I don't care if it's yeah. live action. Yeah. I have to feel things. That's the yeah. point. I need to escape my reality, and you know, and, yeah. and and I need to gain a new perspective with a nice little message, you know. Yeah. Uh, but they, from what I'm hearing, they didn't do that. They just replicated something that we've already seen before when we were kids, right? And 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 they used uh, just methods to make more make uh more money right um that's what i'm hearing as well yeah Um, and i think a lot of artists could learn can learn from this from learn from this mistake because a lot of people want to chase money and you have to understand that it's not if you're passionate about it right and you're if you're and if you're consistent yeah the money will come it Mm -hmm. does it just come it comes it doesn't come maybe the way or when you expect it to. Right. It, it, does, it, does, it does come as long as you're consistent. But if you're doing things just to make money, then people will naturally sense the, um, will, will, will naturally sense that you're not being authentic. It's not real. And they may be around now, but over time, they'll start chipping away. 
and start mm-hmm. backing off because it's just like you're I, it's, it's about feeling <laughs> i'm not mm-hmm. feeling you i'm not feeling you anymore i don't relate to this this isn't real so no Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's I think it's, that's why it's important to stay true to your stay true to what you believe in stay true to yourself and right. to um and and put in and money should come secondary I'm not right. saying you shouldn't consider that especially as an adult you know you do got paid bills and stuff so right that's understandable but you have to realize that doesn't that doesn't necessarily when it comes to art when it comes right. to art and being creative you gotta you gotta put money second secondary right. yeah right. Um, do it, do it for the love. Do it out of love. Yeah, the love that you have, you know, for for the for the for the art. <laughs> the right, love right. You have for creating. Right, do it for the art. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. Speaking mm-hmm. of doing it for the art and like um, trusting your work and 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 loving your work first and loving yourself, um, there is something else that you do um on social media sometimes when you start off your with your stories you're you're like let's take a deep breath today is Mm. a good day um Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I love that you know because it's (laughs) like you are setting your intentions for for the day and I feel like that helps um with your creative superpower (laughs) yeah yeah I agree when your weekend is over and you start off, you, you start your new week and it's Monday and right. you're about to get ready to go to work, right? Right. This is, this is something that I see all the time. People will post some, something like on Facebook or on Instagram and they'll say, oh God, it's, <laughs> it's Monday. You know right. how Monday is. Right. You're already setting the tone for so, your own day by right. doing that. Right. You've already sent, because I think we, we, we all send out signals. Mm-hmm. And I think life is basically, it's all cause and effect. It's, it's action and reaction. So I think, this, so the universe is just reacting to how the, to the energy that you're sending out. And if you're fresh out of bed and you just go like, oh, this day is going to be crap. Right. And I don't want to talk to nobody. And I don't want to deal with anybody. You're already setting the tone. You're already setting the tone to have a bad day. And maybe you don't necessarily have the worst day in the world, but things just, you just notice along the way that things are just kind of just not working mm-hmm. or just not, you know, it's just not, it doesn't feel like the best day. And it's because you started your day off right. with a negative attitude. Right. Now, I'm not saying you're not going to have bad days because I have my bad days too. Some days I wake up and I'm just like, ah, man, this ain't the day for me. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I think if you, like, like you said, with intentions, if you, mm-hmm. you start your day off with intentions to have a good day, then there's a good chance that thing that, the universe or nature would respond to that signal that you're sending out. Mm-hmm. You send out those good vibes, more than likely you'll receive them. You'll, you'll receive them right back. Right, right. It's like what what are um, you offering or being aware of what you're um, opening yourself up to? You know, waking waking up and and grabbing those um, you know quote unquote problems that that you have and inviting that at the start of your day instead of just simply starting it out with gratitude like it, it makes a, a big difference a yeah big difference when you become aware of it of like what you're attracting by just um allowing yourself to to feel good and be optimistic yeah i mean that's why it's also important to start your day off with a, like a prayer right mm-hmm. to, uh, say all the things that you're grateful for mm-hmm. is is it's just yeah you, well you I, I think you said it best you're just sending out the He's just sending out positive energy. Right. Right. Yeah, no one no one wants to be around someone that's negative. We all know what that's like. 
right. to be around somebody and and just know that oh man there you have your energy is just mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't I right. cannot I right. can't be around you right I might I might ask you what's wrong but the way you're carrying yourself is telling me that I should just stay away from stay you. away right word yeah so I think it also depends on what you want from others yeah like me I like when people talk to me I like when people ask me questions I like when people are send me compliments or or just wants to uh engage with me in a positive way mm-hmm. so I like to open up that door by setting that tone for the day just letting everybody know like yo everything is all good we're gonna have a good day and feel free to ask me questions and look mm-hmm. at this thing I just did mm-hmm. you know I, I like to do that yeah. because it's uh, I mean I feel like that's what social media is for right yeah. like it's here for us to interact with each other it's for us right. to socialize but yeah. it's hard to do that if we're setting up all these barriers and just pushing everybody away um, being one of your followers and looking at your work, I think that's one of the reasons um, that keeps me like intrigued and in, in coming back. It's because of um, your energy, and you can tell that you're doing what you're doing, you know, from your heart, and it's out of love, and that's your, you know, intentions. It's just to like create and connect and just be here. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to talk about one more thing before I wrap this up. Um, okay, what's up? You recently um, moved from New York to LA. Yep. Um, how was that? <laughs> <laughs> like, yep, and I ain't going back. Either. I did that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know that's right. Um, I asked, and again, uh, one of your Insta stories, uh, I think you had like put a question you had opened up, you know, how you can do like the little poll thing, the questions like ask me anything. And someone had asked you if you, if you miss New York and like yeah. the, the way, again, the way that you like, you know, um, put together like your, your visuals and your response, it was so hilarious to me. You're like, nah, <laughs> like, no, I don't actually, actually, I don't. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> So with that being said, what has been like the 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 biggest positive change I'm going to say from from you moving to uh east to west. Okay. Um the biggest positive so far I think for me is space. Mm. Um weather does play a it, it does play a big part because man, I can deal with the bipolar attitude in New York when it came to weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would affect my mood badly, yes. man. Uh, mm-hmm. but um but the weather is something that I was always able to get over. It's, it wasn't the weather. I think for me, my biggest issue in New York was space. So now that I'm in California, I think the 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 best thing for me so far it's it's just having room to think and to really um and the and then and to touch on certain things that I stuffed down throughout the past ten years that I was in New York because I feel like um, figuratively and literally New York City is just designed to um. I feel like I feel like it's designed with a lot of uh with a lot of twists and turns and mm-hmm. and borders yeah. and also stacked on top of each other. Like even like apartment buildings. It's just mm-hmm. there's always something surrounding you in New York. 
Mm-hmm. There's always somebody living under you or somebody living over you or right next to you. Mm-hmm. There, therefore, you're, um, without realizing it, you're limiting yourself from being who you really are, mm-hmm. you know, because you're constantly aware of your surroundings, even if you're not acknowledging it. So there's a part of you that's just aware, like, oh, okay, people. Mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by people or, or walls. There's just always walls, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and I think when I, when I moved to, ever since I moved here, I mean, I've only been here for about two, for two months, mm-hmm. but so far since I've been here, I feel like it's, uh, I've been able to be more creative and I've been, I've been feeling a lot more loose and free mm-hmm. because I don't, I'm not constantly surrounded by things. When I walk out of my room, I can actually walk around my house. I can walk around my home. I'm not immediately in a hallway exposed to all of my neighbors. I'm right. just, I'm in, I'm, I'm in my borders and I get to decide when I am exposed to people or not. It, it, that's, another, that's another thing. Just having that choice mm-hmm. has been, has put me in a place where I can be myself uh, uh, fully. Uh, and having and, and living with my best friends plays a good part in that too, because I'm mm-hmm. comfortable with them, so I feel the freedom of being myself as well. So mm-hmm. I think to, to answer your to answer your question, the best thing for me so far since I moved out here is having space, mm-hmm. so that way I can actually just be without having to worry about how I'm affecting those around me or how people around me or how people are around are affecting me. Mm-hmm. I can just think strictly for myself. Mm-hmm. Which is leading to more creative ideas and more projects that you guys will see from me soon. Awesome! More projects. I was going to ask you that. Like, uh, what is next? Uh, You know, you don't have to give us all the details, but yeah, (laughs) um, for for you and in in your artwork, I'm getting more into acting. I always okay. liked act. I always liked acting, but mm-hmm. when in, in high school, that wasn't the safest choice. So, but I always knew I wanted to be involved in filming. So I was like, well, if acting's not going to work for me, I'm going to at least learn how to film, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, now that I have a good idea of what I'm capable of, I want to start uh, applying, applying, and, and and expressing that side of myself as an artist. I don't think anyone has ever really seen what I'm like on camera before. Uh, um, I'm known a lot for what I do behind the camera, but I want to start showing my face more and just, show, and just showing off another, another skill that I have that I also hid away when I was in New York because of insecurities and time constraints and all that stuff. But um, so yeah, so right now I'm, I'm, writing my, I'm writing my own projects and I am collaborating with my, with my roommates on a, on, a few, on a few things that's gonna include me showing off some of some of my acting chops <laughs> for someone who may have like um anxiety or dealing with insecurities right now but they're super um creative and they may be in a space where they feel um closed in mm-hmm. you know um right now what advice would you give them if i was to speak to that person right now i would let i would tell them that there is there is no right way there, there is no right way and to trust your process. I think the mistake that a lot of us make because of social media, um, we often compare ourselves to others. And we all feel like we have to be able to accomplish certain things by a certain age. And if we haven't done that, then we're already being too hard on ourselves. And I feel like um, a lot of people forget that we're a lot of people forget to move, to work at their own pace. So my advice, yeah. So my advice is 
just move at your own move at your own pace mm-hmm. and every step every step you take is going to lead you somewhere but you got to take that step mm. you have to take it and there is absolutely nothing wrong um there's nothing wrong with failing people are, f- are afraid of failure me me included i'm very i fear failure all the time mm-hmm. because failure was just not a good thing growing up it wasn't accept- it wasn't taken as it just wasn't processed as a good thing or positive at all. There wasn't, it wasn't like a, like, like if I brought a test home and I failed it, it wasn't like a, Oh, okay. Well, you know, you'll do better next time. A lot of times it was like, Oh, well you, you know, what are you doing? You're not paying attention in school. You're not studying enough. And then that leads into a lot of discouraging feelings. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, and, and then, and then you, you carry that mindset throughout your, throughout your teenage years up until you're an adult. And so now you are, you're very hesitant in trying new things because you're afraid of, failing but it's not it's not there's nothing there's nothing wrong it's not it's, it's not failing it's just making a mistake and learning how to improve so be willing to learn how to improve but in order to do that you got to take steps to figure out what works for what works for you because mm-hmm. a lot of us are a lot of us are trying to sit sit on the side and watch how to do all things correctly and that's not it because everything works differently for everybody else. You're different. We're, you, every, we were all brought up from a different background. So everything affects us differently. We can be, you and me right now can be exposed to the same things at the, at the exact same time. And we're going to respond differently to it because mm-hmm. we come from two different backgrounds. We're different people. So you have to be able to, you have to trust your own process. This, it's, mm-hmm. Your process is not going to be the same as everybody else's, but you got to be willing to take steps. So Yes. Take this. It, it, you don't have to take leaps. You don't have to. You you don't have to just. You don't have. Don't don't try to rush or anything like that. Just take the step. You have something that you really like, that you want to do. Take the step and just do it, and um, something's gonna come out of it. You know, it might it might not be the way you expect it to, but something's gonna happen. But you're never gonna know if you don't do it. So just. Right. Go for it. Trust and believe that every person that you look up to felt the exact same way or is actually still feeling that way because the responsibility gets bigger. The responsibility will always, you know, it would always get bigger as you get bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, you would always have to maintain, you would, you would always have to maintain your popularity or you will always have to maintain your creative, uh, your creative uh, projects you or your or, the, or keeping your followers or your fans around, you will always have that responsibility to maintain and keep them and, and to keep them around. So it's not like it gets it never necessarily gets easier mm-hmm. for for any artist for for anybody. So just know that you're not alone mm-hmm. with those feelings that you have. Everybody's afraid. Everybody's scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one knows what they're. No one really knows how this is going to turn out. It's a leap of faith. So mm-hmm. trust yourself. And something's gonna happen. Yeah, it has to. Yeah. Yes. Come on, pass the <laughs> parents, pass the <laughs> bringing the good word to the people. Where can we find you on social media? Okay, so right now I'm. Um, you can just. I don't have Twitter or anything like that. It's just my Instagram account. So you can mm-hmm. just find me at t underscore real underscore like the film reel, R E E L. 
I appreciate you so much. Um, yeah, no, I appreciate you. This was fun. This I've never done anything like this before. Uh, it's this, uh-huh. is, this is really cool. It's a cool experience. Thank you.